Hey, you know what I believe? I believe that every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible and I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast and here is where your courageous life starts. Okay, hi guys and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench episode and wow, hasn't it been a busy one? I don't know about you guys but I've been run off my feet. But today, speaking of run off your feet and doing all superhero activities and everything else, today I'm speaking with Nicholas Domingo and what an amazing guy. Nicholas is certainly not your average superhero, you'll understand that when we kick into it. His journey has been super interesting, lots of sport, including cage fighting, oh my God, Uh, lots of jobs, farming and heavy work, and then into the modeling and acting game, appearing on shows for Nickelodeon and Disney. Now that's super cool. I often say, don't wait for adversity to kick in to gear, but for Nicholas, well, he waited. And it was a health issue that almost cost him his life and it catapulted him into a completely different lifestyle. So now he's a speaker, children's book author, and among a whole heap of other things, he's also the co-executive director and creator of the anti-bullying superhero nonprofit, Captain Encouragement, which is an organization with the goal to cultivate the next generation of leaders. So that's a big mouthful, and I reckon, so let's just meet this superhuman superhero, and Nicholas Domingo, how are you going? I'm doing good. That Thank you for such an amazing introduction. <laughs> That's my pleasure. <laughs> I love doing big introductions. It's... Yes, it was It was amazing. I was ready for my music to cue and I was like walking out, just this epic moment. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. So you're um, based in, or oh, just out of San Francisco? Yeah, Northern California, um, up in like the foothills, uh, about, I'd say about two and a half hours east of San Francisco. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and we were not in in April. We were going to come and visit yeah. you, and uh, <laughs> we that nasty little virus just stopped all our plans, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, we were we were so looking forward to that. We're like, we got it on the calendar. We get to see Karen. This is great. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, it, instantly, yeah. It just halted us like that. But anyway, we'll definitely do it because uh, I love the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area and, you know, and to see you is just an added bonus on top of that. So we we will get around to it. We will do it. So Yeah, we will. So I wanted to, uh, you know, you've got an amazing story there and I, I do talk a lot about adversity and try to, when I do talks, you know, try to encourage people don't wait because you know why, why would we do that and sometimes we we don't even know that 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 we have another path until adversity hits but sometimes we do and sometimes we should just you know get our act together but um, beforehand mm-hmm. but you know you were on a completely different path and didn't even didn't even realize that this lifestyle you know could be or could exist for you but so I guess your adversity is a 
blessing and we'll talk about that soon but can you um, tell us about yourself and the journey that led you to creating Captain Encouragement? Well it's definitely a long one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all um, are. <laughs> it's it's interesting like at the the older I get them and every time I tell the story I like I, I recultivate and like see different pieces of the story because I think as you as you get older you get like you know different perspective that that makes it um you know it's easier to tell the stories like oh wow and and um you know my story started originally um before my story started i already hit adversity so uh before i was born my mother got into a really bad car accident and they expected me to die they actually had like a, a priest come in and you know to to teach my mother how to cope with, and with dealing with the loss of a child and uh, she's like, get out of this room. No one's losing a child in here. And she said it in not so nice terms. I'm just <laughs> keeping it PG. Um, but she she basically said, I'm not losing a child. She, in the accident, her ankle got like separated from like her, her foot was dangling. And she had them use the minimum amount of painkillers while they bolted her foot back together um, because it would have affected me. And so she had to stay in this bed and not move because it would have broke the amniotic sac and they kept saying like you know that I was going to pass away basically and later we found out that they actually had like some internal bet going on which, which day I was going to go which is really Ooh. dark um but my mom was just super determined she's like the terminator um <laughs> and so she you know she was getting close and then she actually went into labor and then uh, they told her you know his lungs aren't developed yet and so she held on for i think 32 or 36 hours wow. um to make sure my lungs could develop and i was born six pounds nine, nine ounces as a uh, as a preemie and um uh, six weeks premature and, I, and you know i was supposed to have all these problems they sent me straight to in uh NICU. And my mom just said she like she talked to me my whole like inside her belly and even outside her like of course outside her belly, but saying like we're gonna get through this like you're not gonna stop. And I was born on March 4th, which is the only commandment of the year, you know, march forward, uh, move yeah. forward, march yep. 4th. And I didn't even know that until like two years ago. I was like, oh wow, that's fascinating. Uh, anyways, and so you know since like it's just been adversity since before I got here. So I think everything after that was pretty simple. Uh, because yeah. I watched my mom go through all this different stuff where I just watched her lower her shoulder into problems that, you know, seemed insurmountable and I watched her just go through it. And we went through some of the, the hardest experiences I think, um, that, you know, a person from my perspective can go through, um, based on, you know, my story, I, I went through a lot of loss, uh, had a lot of, I had a lot of friends commit suicide. I went through a lot of like dark, dark moments and, I got bullied throughout school and then um, and in the middle of school I started getting into lifting and lifting was this outlet and this way for me to establish power in my life um, you know from being this chubby kid and getting picked on being bullied and I was like I just wanted to basically what, what what's taught especially in male society is don't start a fight finish a fight and mm -hmm. so it was this concept of be stronger be bigger be better than everybody else and like don't care about other people because that's another thing that's taught is um, the lack of emotion and caring about people mm. and the more i fed that beast the more my like internal one was like conflicted which I, as i've gotten older it's like that's my core true self is to love people to care about people so the more i feed into this football and lifting and cage fighting not to say that they're bad sports but the more i fed into it with like rage 
the bigger that monster got. Mm. And, um, and it, like, year after year, I was, like, you know, getting stronger, getting bigger, lifting insane amounts of weight. And eventually, you know, like, my biggest, I was, like, six, you know, I'm still, like, 6'3", and I was about 260 pounds. And I was this big ball of rage. And uh, at 19, um, one morning I woke up, and uh, I felt a, I felt this pain start in the back of my head, and it was instant. And it was a, a blood vessel ruptured in the back of my head. Mm. Um, and I started to go blind because where it's where your eyes connect is in the back of your head. Um, and so I felt this pop happen, um, and I, like the top part of my vision started to black out, and then the rest of it became it became painful to see because I was becoming really sensitive to light. And um, I get to the hospital, I go through all these series of hospitals because they're like, we don't know what's the first one. I get to it, and they're like, fill this out. I was like, I think I'm mm. dying. And they're like, yeah, 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 just fill this out, you're fine. Mm. And <laughs> they send me to the back. And I drove myself to the hospital, by the way, and I was like, oh. not able to, I was like holding on to the steering wheel, like with all I had because uh, I, I couldn't really see. Oh. Um, and I get there, they tell me, fill it out, they send me this back room, I go through these uh, tests, and then the lady, I hear her run back, and she's like, your brain is bleeding. We have to, oh. you know, they start putting me on all this stuff instantly. And uh, and as they're putting me on all these different, like, painkillers or whatever, and then they're like, do you have a friend who can take you to the other hospital? Because we don't have an ambulance here. <laughs> oh, no. So I'd have my friend pick me up. And not only was it, it was my friend Jake Greif, and he came and he picked me up in probably the loudest vehicle. And I was so oh sensitive to all things at that point. And so he picks me up in the biggest, loudest trucks, truck known to man. And he takes, <laughs> takes me on what, what became the longest ride of my life uh, to the next hospital. And then they did all these tests and then they took me to the next hospital. And um, at the next hospital, they're like, well, you had a subarachnoid brain hemorrhage. Um, and at this point, I had built my foundation on who Nicholas was because he was this big, strong man. He mm -hmm. hurt people. People were you people were scared of him. And this is like my, I built my identity on this, you know, mm -hmm. person more or less. And at, and the doctor came in and said, um, "You're you're done playing contact sports." And and I remember like I remember sitting there. I was like, "Does that include football and cage fighting?" <laughs> And he was like, that's precisely what it includes. That's like the top two in the list. Um, and I remember feeling the sinking feeling as I, I felt like I watched my future and my identity kind of just die. And I remember just this heavy depression. Um, but it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me um, in you know now being at this age and understanding um, it was because I had it was my ego that I'd held on to so tight because I was still that that chubby scared mm. kid from when I was younger that held on to this armor this ego with all that I had um, and did not want people to see real Nicholas um, because they might mm. not accept him or like him or or one of those things um, but you know fast forward year over year I kind of got to the point where you know I had seen death and so fear didn't have the same mm. effect i guess and so in a good ways and in bad ways but I, it took me down all these different paths of you know i lived by the time i was 23 i lived in about 10 states and 25 cities across the united states and i tried things and i met people and i and i let go of this this anxiety that we like i think all people have in association with life like we're scared of you know this what happens if this happens i was like well 
I there's an end to this. There's an end to all this. I just like got to see it. Um, so the the fear of what if people don't accept me or the, what if this doesn't go this way? It, it's not really a real fear. So I'm just gonna jump in. So every everything I did, I jumped in uh, without looking. And sometimes the water is only three inches deep, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you dive in and crack your head. And so I you know dove into a lot of different things and um i dove into acting and modeling and before before the brain hemorrhage was football and fighting and you know all these other things but i started to like dive into stuff and i eventually dove into service and i think that's where i felt this this strong connection of um and i'm still learning what the word service means as i as i'm like learning about what it means to be truly serve and Mm -hmm. help people um but it led me to what i get to do now and that that was like five years ago i stumbled upon a concept for a superhero uh that would change um people i think we all we all embark on this journey to essentially solve the problems that we most wish to solve in ourselves yeah and that's what you know captain incursion was because it was to teach these young kids about leadership teamwork anti-bullying and it's because that was that was nicholas that was i had went down the variations of being the bully and being bullied growing up um i had not known leadership or teamwork i had been selfish or i had been you know picked on or beaten up and all these things and i was like well i want to create this hero that would allow other kids to live in a better framework and not end up on the route that I ended up because I'd followed all these quote unquote role models. And that, that eventually that blossomed into, you know, captain encouragement. And it was a concept. It was just, it was a concept for a hero that would, that would challenge the current stat, like the status quo and the way things are, and it would challenge it in the way of being the same format, but teaching it in a way that kids understand. And it just took off. Wow. Wow, that is a that's an amazing story. But so glad, and so, the the world's so lucky that you actually took that path. And <laughs> Thank you, know, you. no, it's amazing because and and not not just the world. I mean, and you as well, because it's, it's such a such a negative, damaging um, life. You know, feeling angry and feeling mm-hmm. um, that that you've got no self worth and that kind of stuff. And it's so freeing to finally find a you know a path that allows you to truly be yourself and and to you know to give love into the world and get it yourself you know it's very yeah. important yeah it it's it's been the greatest thing because it it introduced me when i it was, it was when i finally let go though mm. it was it was when i finally let go of like this is who i have to be this this yep. this, this this is what i need and when i finally let go it was like i've been trying to call <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so. <laughs> and that is a problem, isn't it? There's so many people. I mean, you know, I fall into it too. I have to keep pulling myself back, you know, quite often to say, that's not who you are. You know, it's very, very mm-hmm. easy to fall into um, the expectations of others. It it really is. And, you know, when yep. people say, oh, you're, you're this and you're that, you start, you believe it and you start to follow down that path. And you have to really pull yourself back and say, no, wait, only some of that's me. The rest of it is your perception, yeah. do you, you know, and that's not actually yeah. who I want to be. But so we exactly. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, it's so true. But in the role of Captain Encouragement, so you, I've seen it. You know, it's fantastic. You dress up in this blue and gold, you know, uh, superhero outfit, a big <laughs> smiley face on the front. It's absolutely 
Wonderful. And it really warms your heart. Actually, you know, I've got a great photo of you and I showing off our muscles and you know, yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite photos of all time. <laughs> We've got an yes. ongoing competition, haven't we, about who's got the biggest muscles? <laughs> <laughs> we do. But we do. <laughs> I have to admit, in your superhero outfit, you know, you, yeah, yeah, you're kind of you're all over me. But um, so when you yeah, when yeah. you are dressed up like that, you know, and you you go out mm-hmm. and you do your captain encouragement work, like what does that involve? Yeah. What what do you do with this concept? Well, the the character is, you know, it's it's not just a standalone character. Like we we have a, a team, we're a nonprofit, and all these, and we have like an amazing like group behind it. But um, like the heart and soul is my my wife Candace and and I and our boys, who are at like the forefront of this. Um, but what we do is we we have a bunch of different programs, and so over the years we've developed it to kind of it was like just one after another test pilot 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 this project you know Mm. so we ended up finding out what worked and cutting what didn't because kids are very straightforward they will not they will not cushion things if it doesn't work they're gonna be like this this is lame um (laughs) that's good yeah because i remember we i went in in the very beginning and i was like we're gonna work with k to eight eighth grade and i realized very quickly that um about fourth grade kids no longer look at you as a hero they look at you as a guy in a superhero costume yeah. and I've, i found there's a lot of psychology behind that there's you know like a shift around that that age mm. where kids you know want to be cool and it's about their peers not so much uh, the wonder um but we do school assemblies um countywide and for some and for individual schools where we put on we partner with a lot of, uh, or we'll hire a lot of different actors we'll hire a, a tech and a sound crew um, we'll we'll rehearse for month over month and um, and we'll put on a, a big performance a play uh, if you will and captain flies in and teaches them all these amazing superpowers and the kids are just on this whole other level of supercharged <laughs> like it's, it's typically k to third grade and man, they are just on this holy level, and and we have a comic book series that goes with it, that helps you know bring give them that that tangible product to to leave their school with, mm. and it, it's theirs, and the message means something to them because they met the hero on the pages, and that's like a big deal, yeah. you know. Kids are kids go crazy, and and we have we've done like an after school program for older kids to practice leadership in their community. Um, we did a musical. And then we did a junior musical um, that was really beneficial. The kids going through the musical got to learn like the backstory of Captain, you know, in the in the myth- mythological world, not in the real world. Yeah. Um, and 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 it's just been like year over year has grown, and we started developing a lot of different like, content. We were working on a movie at one point, and then the, all that happened happened, and everything kind of got put on pause. Um, but we've just, we kept developing different programs to try to meet kids and, um, like we, we have all these different programs that we've done. Mm. Yes. Yep. And they're all fantastic. Really. So what do you, how do you think it impacts the kids? Like what, what do you think they take away from it once they've seen one of your shows or once they've interacted you, with you in some way? Well, I think, um, from because we we get our feedback and from teachers and parents and the students themselves mm. and so we've heard these amazing crazy stories of of kids taking the message and running with it like a little girl in one of the schools we went to had been been bullied the whole year before 
Hmm. And she was a, a, some sweet little like first grader. And then she took the message when after Captain came and she felt like empowered and wanted to hang out and gather all the kids who had been bullied and create this like leadership group. And their mom is the one who told us wow. about this. We had no idea. Her mom was like, are like, are you Captain Encouragement? And I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. And she's like, and she told me this whole story. And she's like, you've changed the dynamic of our household. And you changed my daughter's life like forever. She she was she hated going to school, um, wow. and now she has this whole different viewpoint because a hero told her. Um, and, <laughs> wow. and that's the thing is like you're real to them. Yeah. And so deliver the message and put it all all your heart into it. Wow. And like and it was we've heard so like story over story where you know one of the stories was this little little boy was being bullied. At, at school and the older sister was like in second grade and the mom was sitting there and apparently the son was saying something about being bullied and the little girl said well captain encouragement told me the reason that they're bullying you is because they don't they don't like themselves very much and they're and they're at problems like that and so the best way to deal with bullies is just you know be kind back and the mom was like what <laughs> <laughs> and that we got a message like on our facebook page someone messaged us and and there was a mom and she told us that story and we've heard story over story of of it in practice, and that's that's the reason like we keep going. It's like these individual stories, like mm. of just it fires me up, like it gets gets me out of bed. And you know, there's some days where I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done, you know, because like, it's so much emotional work. Yeah. And but then you know things like that, and I'll look at things I'm like, okay, yes, 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 we we got this. Like I had a had my moment. All right, um, <laughs> you know, because it's when you when you're in this work, you love it with all you have, but there are days where you just feel burnt. Mm. Um, but and that's where I've been having to learn self care. I'm really good at preaching and telling people about self care, mm. <laughs> but I think that's that's kind of we just heard all these and teachers. We've heard stories of teachers telling us about kids who were usually like picking on kids, and then one of the kids. Um, responded and said something in the, in the line of like um, what Captain Encouragement said, and they became friends. Oh wow! And we're like, whoa, this is like this is altering work. Like you know, because you know, you hope when you you have this vision of what you want to give the world and what you want to give to people, mm. and how you want it to translate. But you never know, and so it it started to translate, and it, it has been for like the, I've been doing this for uh, five years now, over five years. It's so interesting. There's so many things you just said in there. You know, it's. I, I often say, if you're doing something and you impact one person, you know, you change one person's life, then mm -hmm. it's successful. But you sound like you've you just it's person after person after person, and you know, it, well, we're talking kids, and you know, it's so vital. Whatever mm -hmm. happens to you as a kid, you know, is really going to shape you as an adult unless you have an opportunity to, to, yep. to look at things differently or have adversity or, you know, uh, happen to be in a support group, a great group of people around you that helps you to see things differently. But it can really destroy your adulthood, you know, things that happen, bad yep. that happen as a kid. So you're obviously, um, you know, really affecting a lot of kids' lives, which is absolutely fantastic and and thank you oh it's it's terrific and there, there needs to be more of it you know i don't think there's um enough but there's not enough around you know helping in the bullying area but then there's a mm. lot of people who really don't know what to do about it so you sound like you're doing an incredible job but when you talked about this is not a but but it's an it's an added bit uh when you talked about self-care 
that's mm. such a um that's such a, a an important thing and i think that all of us in this service field are very bad at self-care yeah. you know and it's we're... <laughs> but we know all the quotes about it we know every quote about self-care of course we do we could recite them <laughs> and, and we tell everybody we tell everybody you, oh my you gosh, should yes. do self-care and then when it comes as to... we sit upon our our, our, little, <laughs> our little podium and we're like you should care for yourself yeah and then when it comes to our self-care we're like yeah yeah i'll get to that exactly exactly <laughs> and it, it's and you, but what you're saying is so real that um there and this is i think it's a good message to get out to people is that that there even the people who seem to have it all together and who seem to be you know you know having these jobs that a uh, dream jobs i want to get up every day you talked about why you want to get up every day you know to change the world mm-hmm. and change kids mm-hmm. but often people will view people like you as um why would you have a bad day do you know it, it's you're doing yeah. such amazing work but <laughs> The, the burnout is real. I mean, I, I have it myself yeah. and there's days when I just think I can't, I can't keep doing it. You know, I'm utterly exhausted. You know, like I always say, the, it's your why that gets you back. You know, it's, but why mm. am I doing this? You know, I, okay, get up, <laughs> you know, get moving. But, yep. <laughs> but, you know, we are terrible at, at self-care and I I don't know why, actually, but I'm learning a little bit uh, since we've been yeah. in lockup <laughs> that I've been saying I'm only doing what I want to do. And I, that doesn't mean, of course, that's, I, of course, I still have to do the dishes and the washing and, you know, <laughs> of course I have to do <laughs> other things. But Dang it. Yeah, damn. Yeah. But, um, you know, <laughs> but, but it's, it's when I'm doing my work, I'm starting to now have a real think about, well, hang on, that burns me out too quick, you know, and I'm only doing that because of this reason or that reason it's such a yeah. important thing to two two things you know just just do what you really love to do if you can or as often as you can make it more so than the things you don't like to do but but um secondly take that time out to have just a rest yeah well it's it's easy to for us to say it because I think it's there there's the positive and the negative the of the the sword of service mm. And, and I think, you know, once you get, um, once you're actually able to help someone and you feel that, that fulfillment, mm. I think you want to like, you want to keep serving, you want to keep helping. You're like, there's, cause you look at these, the, the world as a whole and you're like, I can do more, yeah. I can do more. Um, and then you, you do more and then you see, I can do more. <laughs> um, and then you, you raise your level of ability yeah. and and then you de- you end up depleting yourself because you're like oh I can do more I can look at all these people I've helped I can do way more like what if I did three times <laughs> um, and then you keep you keep going and I think some people you know get get sick mm. or and a lot of different things that affect them because they stop taking care of themselves and my Candace my wife has been such a important strong role because I will keep going until I basically bury myself like mm. i will keep going and she forces me sometimes to stop yeah and she's like you're this is she's she's recognized the, the patterns and the signs like you're you did this today and did this today uh if you keep going you're you're gonna crash and and sometimes i, I listen <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i crash um and so she's yeah she's been a, a supportive and amazing person and our boys and like you know, a big supportive cushion. Yeah. 
Well, it's so important yeah. to have people like that in your life, you know, whether they're your partner or mm-hmm. whether they're just um, close friends or family, but just people who can yeah. Yeah. pull you up and say, you know what, I'm noticing this. And, you know, often we don't want to listen, but, you know, <laughs> I, I have the same with, with yes. Nick, you know, it's the same sort of thing. I mm-hmm. keep getting every now and then, you know, you need to stop, you know, just why don't, why don't you just not worry tonight. Why don't you just have a cup of tea and watch a, watch a TV? You know, I don't want to watch TV because I've got things to do. Yes, but those yeah, things like... can wait till tomorrow. Just stop tonight. You know? yep, how about yep. an early night? What? An early yep. night? <laughs> That's like 70 people that could have been saved just then. It's like, oh. <laughs> and, you know, that's, a, that's yeah. another thing I've had to learn in a, in a very hard way is that you can't save the world. You know, I, I used to have this mentality that, you know, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to save it, you know, and everything else. But it took me a long time to realise that, no, you've got a jigsaw piece and you need to put that piece in because that's that's mm, you. Mm. That's your uniqueness. That's your effectiveness, you know. Yeah. And other people can put in theirs. And if we all put in our jigsaw piece, you know, we end up making yeah. a much better world. And it took me a long time to learn that. It, it's... Yeah. You know, it's it. I'm still learning it, so yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm still learning. I'm like, I remember like the the moment like um I calculated how many hours I had left if I lived to a certain age if I put in towards service work, <laughs> and I I drove myself crazy in terms of creating this, like I have I think at the time I had like a hundred and something thousand hours if I put in this many hours every day till the day I'm a hundred. And and that equates to this many lives, and I'd put built this whole thing wow. at the end of it. I was because I was like, I have to affect, and the numbers were staggering because I, I calculated, you know, this this age demographic and this many people over a course of a year are born. Yeah. So this age demographic all the way till I'm a hundred, and I was like, wow, these numbers are really stacking up against me. <laughs> and so so it, it does it it helps, but it also you know there. I think it's the thing that's it's definitely a double-sided sword. Yeah, it definitely is. But if we didn't yeah. have people doing stuff, you know, uh, the the bad eggs would be overriding everything, and you know, it's mm, um, mm-hmm. and we're always going to be disappointed. People like us, you know, we're doing our our bits, but we're always going to be frustrated by the uh, the negative forces, you know, that are that are constantly yeah. doing things, and I sometimes I get really run into the ground by thinking about it. You know, I think, what's the point? Yep. What's the point? You know, there these um, I'll call them, you know, evil buggers are just going to continue to grow and grow and grow, and you know, it's we're we're killing ourselves, you know, running ourselves into the ground, and we're not making any impact, which is untrue. But some days mm. you you. You know, some days you get like that. I, I definitely have those days. And I, it takes me a lot to say, no, stop it, Karen. You know, what what you're doing, who who yeah. did you impact today? And I can always name somebody, you know. And Well, I can always speak to our family and just how much we love you and how much we, like, how much we value you as, as a person and a friend, Aww. just like what you have done in this plant. And I think it's always hard 
you know, like the knife can't cut itself and the fire can't burn itself. Like it's hard for you to self-realize all the amazing things you've done. Mm. And so like, if you ever forget, just, you know, you have my number. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have a list ready for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I better say vice versa too, because I got a nice yeah. list about you. But, uh... Awesome. <laughs> oh. Like we call each yeah, other yeah. on the same day. Like I need this. <laughs> yeah. It's usually when the moon's up, it's like, ah, oh, you know, uh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But you're only, um, how old are you? Twenty nine or twenty nine? Yeah, twenty nine. Oh my god, yeah. you're a baby. You've got. I, when when you were talking about going to a hundred, I thought, oh Nicholas, oh my god, you're wearing me out. A hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope I'm. Hope I'm not still trying to do this. <laughs> exhausted. Yeah. But yeah, you got a long way to go. You're so lucky that um, you found this path at such a young age. You know that is such a blessing. It took me. Took me till I was fifty, you know, to to write my first book, and eleven years prior to that, I'd been sort of, you know, doing good and doing service things, and but they were things that well, they did help a lot of people, but it wasn't until I was fifty that I realised I could make a massive impact, and you know, and I often I know it's it's one of my regrets, but it's not a major regret, you know. I often I often ponder that, my God, what if I had have realised this at in my twenties, do you know? I'm not not beaten up. But I, th- I think your story wouldn't would have been different. Your your perspective. True. It would have changed like the whole the whole dynamic, and that's the thing is, like I love that. There's like a really good quote, and I'm gonna butcher it because I forgot the. the <laughs> I know the framework of it, um, but it's like California's in like where it was like New York was upset, um, or California's upset in New York because it was three hours ahead. And it's like, no, New York's where New York's supposed to be, and California's where California's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, we all have our own time. And I think like, if your story was different, maybe you wouldn't have the appreciation. Maybe it wouldn't, like, you have a lot of passion and, like, heart behind all the things that you do and have done. Mm. And that's because, like, of all the things you've been through. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, I don't know, I, 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 I'm grateful for who you are. <laughs> oh, thank you. God, you're so sweet. You guys, you need to get to the website after, you know, when you've listened to this and look at his face. He's so damn cute. He's such a beautiful oh, guy. Thank you. Oh, I love you. You are. You just got oh, the... Luckily, this isn't video. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've just got the, you know, you're just, you're such a sweet guy. And I just, I just wish there was more of you. But anyway, there's not, there's only one Nicholas and we love the one, we love the one that we've got. So. Yes. But you. <laughs> when you're talking about, well, so we've, we've talked a bit about, you know, what you do and how it feels, but what, what are the positives to you? Like what, how does this um, fill your cup, you know, being Captain Encouragement and seeing all these kids and getting all these messages? Um, I think it's just in different ways. I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning my, uh, I, I, the only word I can think of is like algorithm. Like for me, it's my algorithm for how I operate and I'm learning how to be better and refine what I do to where the message when it l- enters my brain mm. and eventually enters the brain of like a, a young child is that they feel inspired, empowered, and, and they want to be a leader and they want to take different steps and they want to be, you know, counter to a lot of things that are in culture right now. You look at like TV, video games, you know, all this other mm. s- this nonsense out there. It's like programming people on this much different level. And I'm and I'm hoping that these things, these small increments of just reminding someone, a child that like you matter in this world, mm. like you have a purpose here, because especially right now that the suicide rates are, are off the charts. I've I've 
over the last I think six it was over a four year period I lost six friends to suicide wow. and I and it was just like one after another and it's it's a serious thing and it's it's crazy to think that a human being where have these amazing powers these amazing abilities and you know there is it is limitless and we can reboot sometimes I think culturally we put this thing on like you can't reboot you're stuck this is who you are mm. and you you failed if you haven't done it by this age and it's complete garbage and uh, we program and that's what we tell people like this is we need to do things and we have access you know we're especially with instagram facebook and all these filters of like this is a 20 year old living your dream life and it's like that's okay but you can build towards whatever your dream life is Mm. and i think that's how i want to remind people on all these levels and so whenever it makes its way through it reminds me like yeah you're you're doing it correctly you're 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 right Mm. um and that and that learning learning that and you know being being able to do all these things uh with my loved ones my my wife and my two boys makes it like that much more um fulfilling because i'm getting to spend all that extra time with them and and realizing the importance of that Mm. yeah beautiful uh or inspiring it actually fills my cup just listening to how your (laughs) cup's being filled but you know when you go out um so and especially when you you see the kids' faces, you must be absolutely delighted, you know, that they're they got their eyes wide open and they're wow, they're watching this superhero and it it you must mm. just send you home with this buzz that is just it does. incredible. Yeah, well that's a that's full cup enough as it is, isn't it? Just oh my buzzing. gosh. The the thing is like it's it's really it's it's interesting. In the beginning of this I was so focused on the end goal of changing the world that I forgot to see the small things. Yeah. So I, I had felt like I was failing the whole time. Yeah. Even though it was like, you know, succeeding in these ways. And I was like, okay, I, I remember I, someone said like three years into creating the comic book, like, or two years, I think, or three, I think it was three years. Someone was like, how's it feel to be an author? And I sat and I paused. So I was like, what do you mean? And I didn't even acknowledge that I created a comic book because after I built the comic book and I had created this this thing and I had uh, start to finish, I worked with all the artists and I worked with all the graphic designers and I got to print. My next thing was marketing. And after marketing was sales and website. And mm. I never took the time to be like, oh man, I created something. I guess I'm technically an author. Like, and it was like a dream of mine growing up mm. to be an author. And so I didn't even acknowledge it because I was so on the pipeline of change the world. And... And that, like, I've learned to, you know, be in these, be in the moments. And, you know, it's, uh, we have like, you know, a thousand, thousands of kids or, or hundreds of kids or even like, you know, one child. Uh, but to see that look of like hope in their, in their eyes, mm-hmm. and their eyes are like wide. Because in the beginning of our super uh, assemblies that we, we did, Captain, they have a video screen and Captain would get a call. And we'd actually film in front of the school, um, like a month before and edit captain landing and walking walking in and so they'd be watching it and then you'd hear like captain would land and the kids would be like looking around like and and we used to we used to record it and so we'd record it and watch it where kids are like grabbing onto each other like oh my god (laughs) and and then i'd walk in and i'd be like is this the school and they're like yeah and and they're like because they're like dumbfounded they're like whoa this this hero really just showed up so i'm real to them (laughs) and i get to like share this message and 
I might look like an adult, but I, sw I swear to you, there's a five-year-old that's just operating all this stuff, and they're like, wow, they all think I'm an adult. This is great. Um, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, God. Yeah. With, um, you know, coronavirus, I've got to hate talking about it, but we've got to. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, you you can't be in schools at the moment. You know, you can't yeah. be in front of kids. And so what, how, do, how have you pivoted to try and keep Captain Encouragement alive uh, without yeah. being in person, what have you what have yeah. you done with that? Well, we actually had our biggest events scheduled for March thirty first, April first, and April second. It was going to be over two thousand kids, three county or yeah, three count two counties, um, and and then we had our fundraiser planned, and then you know the month of March, everything kind of started to get really real um, over here. And then we had to cancel it. And so mm. very instantly, I was like, okay, the only place I will reach the kids who would have gone to this is going to be on a screen, whether it's a TV, a phone, or a computer screen. Mm. And so my initial instinct is I started doing a ton of research. I started learning more about the filming process because we had been prepping for like a movie, uh, but it's a different film process because you have a crew and you have experts who could be there. And so... I started doing research I'm, and uh, started buying equipment. We started buying green screens and because I had to be able to create more environments. I knew that was going to be an instant. Mm. Um, and I started buying lighting. Um, we bought, I bought everything I could. I watched every video I could. I, I reached out to, and got a, as many freelancers and I posted jobs. I, I contacted people and Eventually, I started to learn, like, with the first video we put out, I was like, okay, we're going to teach this lesson. And so we recorded it, um, and then we got a post-production guy, Christian. He's um, done a lot of our work, and he, he edited it, made it really pretty, and then we started learning all different things we can do. And um, over time, we started developing and getting cleaner and crisper episodes. We started learning the proper lighting for green screens so that it could be more simply edited out. Yeah. Um, and then we started, uh, my wife, uh, went to school to be a teacher. And then, so she's like, we need to add like content standards and have these things be, you know, a viable source of information. That's also to their standard for their grade level. Mm -hmm. And so we started developing content and, uh, I'm a digital artist. So I started doing, uh, activity pages, uh, where I draw like coloring pages of the things they can color. Um, and then we started hiring people because I realized I was starting to burn the candle at every end possible. Mm. Um, and so we started creating activity pages and downloadable curriculum, and we hired some teachers to create some curriculum for us, um, as well as some artists to help you know create graphics on the, on the worksheets so that parents could have a free resource for the kids to watch a video, to download um, you know content about it with a you know, math problems or science or, or whatever the video's content was about. Yeah. Um, and then we also started doing live getting active with captains, which we were like physical fitness every Monday that we were doing live. Um, Mondays at like 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on my personal Facebook and then the captain Facebook. And, um, and then in, in the midst of that, one of the episodes... Um, it, my friend Josh was like, that looks a lot like a video game. And I was like, huh, video game. <laughs> um, and so I, I, it brought me to the next level of, you know what, like if we're really going to engage kids, which that's the end goal is to like step up, step up the level like every time. Mm. It's like a game is the, probably the best way of doing that um, because kids love games. And so if we teach them 
uh, on a game, and we got a ton of really good feedback just from the video that looked like a game. So I dove back into <laughs> the research pool, and I'm actually currently taking online classes for understanding the gaming software, but we've hired a lot of different freelancers and studios to yeah. build out a, a math game now, which is going to be Galactic Math Mission. Uh, hopefully in the next week to two weeks, it will be ready for kids to download. Um on like wow. iOS and and on Android and on HTML5, which is like a website um, file. And it was just like, we can create games now. And so, you know, that's the thing of that not having, of the experiencing near death was like, just, just go, just go. And it's not so much like think because there is an end to all this. So I was like doing this and it's something I really want to do since I was little. And so now I'm taking classes from Cal Arts and Michigan State University on like uh, on the artwork of the formatting because there's a lot that goes into a video game mm. there's a lot of you know uh, not to get too far down the the pipeline of jargon but there's just all these different things that go into it and so when all these different experts are asking me like well I need this and I need this file I was like I didn't know what I was doing so I I started just research 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 video video class 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 and I'm like oh, okay 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 I get it and so now we're making our first math game. And then we ha recently hired two um, ASL instructors and one Braille instructor. Um, so the ASL instructors will watch our videos that we've done and they will do it, do American Sign Language, they'll interpret it. And then we'll put that in the bottom right corner, or left corner of the video so that kids uh, that have troubles with hearing or hearing loss can, can participate and not feel left out and not just be stuck with subtitles. We actually the third video we posted we got a parent that said like both of my kids have issues with hearing like thank you so much they were excited just to see a video that wasn't from their school mm -hmm. that had that had asl in it and and that was like there's your sign like we're, we're doing it let's keep like this is great because that one kid that is left out could we could help them we yeah. could be there for them and then that's why we started working on braille which is really complex, which I'm learning is there's a lot of complexities of mm. braille printing and and what's how the curriculum translates to like words or numbers translate to braille for for students who are uh, blind, deaf or blind mm. um, and that have those. And so we're, we're still working on that. That's still in the works. We got some of our first stuff translated, but um, braille printers are very expensive and um, and it's, we're still working through it. But besides that, we just, you know, it's just keep, keep moving forward, keep finding ways to the, if there's any outcasts or outliers, like we, like people who are just kind of left out of the whole picture, yeah. like that's who we're trying to help on oh. top of, you know, like the general is great, but it's those, it's those kids who um, kind of just get stuck to the side in the back of the class. And it's like, well, you know, here's your, here's your thing, like do this later or, like those kids who were left out, and that's why we like ASL. Uh, Candace and I, like, when we started working on this, we like looked at each other. We're like, we, why have we not been doing this? Mm. And so we we just got right on it, and we were very fortunate to find two really great instructors. Wow, and you've got so much energy and passion and enthusiasm. Like a lot of people would uh, think, well, that's too hard. You you know, oh, I'd mm -hmm. love to do a video game, but it's too hard. But what you you're proving is that. You know, none of us know how. This is the, this is the key <laughs> yeah. that that a lot of us get stuck on. But I don't know how, therefore I won't. 
but you know mm-hmm. you're you're proving that it doesn't matter if you don't know how if you've got a vision and you just take the first step and you just start you know chipping your way through it and everything unfolds you know everything appears as you need it i mean you've got to do the work clearly a magic wand doesn't yeah. drop in your lap but you, you know it's i think that we get blocked with i don't know how but you're you're such a good example of of saying well uh, who cares? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to find out how <laughs> as I go along, yeah. and it's, it's it's so encouraging. Like, yeah, it, it's, thank, you. thank you. It's oh. you just got to stumble. I like that's what I've realized is there's information everywhere, and yeah. so whenever you start to narrow your focus on what it is that you want to do, just just have the idea and be okay with looking ugly in the beginning of it. Like, yeah, I, I was stumbling, and you know, whenever <laughs> people even a month ago, a month ago, started asking me for different file types or things. I was like, uh, and I'd look <laughs> it up. But now I know whenever they ask for a sprite sheet or uh, or something like a PNG file versus a, you know, what an APK is. Like I, I'm learning all this stuff, and yeah. and so that's why I just took took classes. There's there's amazing resources for classes, and and it it interestingly enough it spawned this thing where like this is a path i've wanted to do since i was a little kid and now i get to do it and and now i get to do it and help people and the plan is to eventually you know build out video games for you know for other projects and help captain build all these games and help other organizations build out things like that and i think that's what this is just building a, a toolkit to where I can better serve and be better prepared to serve when the opportunity comes. Yeah. But yeah, definitely just keep keep trucking because there there isn't a, a quit. There is that's never never an option. There's a, there's a sit down for a while and maybe cry about it, but there's never mm. there's never a quit ever. I, I often talk about the three dips of projects, you know, and the first dip is the hmm. the starting because you know you, you're so excited with with the idea. Oh my god, I've got this idea, you know, it's really good, and <laughs> you know, and then you're so enthusiastic, and then there's this you're about to start, and there's this big dip of self doubt, you know, and I can't I can't do it, and I can't hmm. start, and I don't know how to do it, therefore I won't. And then there's a second dip is, you know, when you just, it's after the excitement, the first peak is when everybody's complimenting you and you're getting good responses and you're getting good feedback and you get excited, you know, but then it's sort of that wanes off because you become old news, you know, and it dips down and Mm -hmm. everything's a struggle and it's really hard. And a lot of people actually give up in that space, you you Mm -hmm. know, even if they've started. But, and then, um, and the third dip, you know, is when the, it's the end of the project for you and that that could be yeah. that um you know it needs to be rebranded revamped you need to give it up you know you need to pass it over to someone else you need to refurbish and you know or you need to take some time out but the the, yeah. the thing is those dips are natural and we uh, you know we'll often see them as the end didn't you know often see them as yeah. uh, i can't do this but uh, if we if we can yeah. ride our way through those dips we definitely can come out, you know, ride the crest of the wave that comes out the other side of it. And, Absolutely. And there's less people. Every every dip you go through, there's less people on the next <laughs> crest. You know, that's, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yes, yeah. But they, they find, like, some people find a way to swim back in as soon as the crest is coming. But um, yep. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's important for, uh, for context, though, because I think people get so stuck in a framework of, you know, they're building a company. Um, you know, for us, like I was like, we have to 
save a million people. Mm. It's like, well, you have to con like contextualize, you know, like, like one person's important. So a hundred people is a hundred possible use mm. that you have just touched their lives. So you have to like con contextualize. And then even looking at time, people like I was, I'm so frustrated sometimes because I'm like, why are we not doing this and doing this? And like, I look at it like we've, we've done all, like we've broken a lot of milestones that I would have never imagined mm. um, as far as like we have employees, we have all these, uh, uh, well, two employees, two full-time employees. We have, you know, insurance and, and those are those are big milestones to me now now that i recognize the importance and how hard it is but then you know it's only been five years it's only been five years mm. since it started and the same thing with like, people like if you do a project 10 years isn't a long time for a project like there's yeah. there's startups that are still 10 years old and they're still finding their footing so if mm. if people you know out there have a dream or, or a mission it's just remembering that the timeline like not to set well if i don't do this if i don't build a million dollar company in 10 10 days then i then I, it's not gonna work mm. it's like no <laughs> don't go at it with that thinking just go at it to get better and go at it to you know better yourself through the process and mm. all knowledge is good all knowledge is good knowledge even if it was you know i, <laughs> I talk about humility and it's like never delivered softly no. <laughs> humility never comes on like a, a soft pillow it comes on the back end of like a sledgehammer yeah and it comes it hits you right in the face it doesn't like well, here you go here's a lesson on humility <laughs> uh, it never happens that way and so people just gotta you know be easy on yourself no one even the people that we look up to like uh, all, all my heroes in my my life um I know that they're human and it took a while to learn that it mm. took a long time yeah. because like once, especially when you see like your heroes have human moments, you're like, wait, what? Mm. Like, <laughs> and so sometimes you're upset, but it, for me it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's okay. They're, they're human. That's okay. That's and, a, and I get, I get to be human. I, and that's, that's the whole point. It's, you know, I try to promote that on, on, on this podcast and everything I do is, you know, I was, I went down that road too. You know, I had all these idols and everything else. And I mm. thought, you know, they just, they've just got it together. Everything's okay. <laughs> and then when I started to realize, this was only probably a few years ago, I started to realize, wait a minute, all of these people that I put on a, you know, put on a pedestal, they've all got, they're all human. They've all got things that aren't working and, yeah. you know, they've all sort of, they were never overnight successes like we think they were, you know, and that type of thing. I think it's yeah. important to to realize that all these people that we see as as absolutely incredible, they they didn't get it overnight, and they still have a, just a human life. You know, it's just it's the way they deal yeah. with things, and it's their courage to put things out there, and their you know their willingness to push past the ordinary, yeah. you know, and that sort of stuff. So. It's, it's really important to remember that because I think too often we don't. We too often we say, "Oh yeah, but you can do that, but I can't." You know, you're, you've <laughs> yeah, got something this, special that I don't have. And that that was the amazing thing from sitting in on your um your uh, workshop that you did. That was like just that was profound. Just hearing hearing people on their like I don't know where, and I think it, it comes from society. But where this self-doubt just pours on, mm. people pour it onto themselves of ability. And watching watching you just, you know, take their self-doubt and and showing them how brittle it is, like the self-doubt mm. itself is, and then just <laughs> taking a just smashing on the ground. <laughs> um, but but you did it you did it in a nice way. Like you showed people 
the you, re, you remove the veil for them and that's i love sitting in on it that was one of the most impactful incredible things i was able to take part like for sure my like one of my fa- the favorite um and it was oh thank you you just showed people the like the reality of it's like okay so what are you really scared of like what are you really like mm. just watching you uh, continue to attack this this false defense that they had put up in place to kind of just protect themselves because i think we're all wired we're all humans we're all wired to for safety mm. and so we we use that to kind of cultivate all these these different thoughts and say like oh well because this will happen or that'll happen so it's like this this way of barricading ourselves in with these false ideas but for me it it, to me it just seems like we're putting ourselves in a cage and like locking it and then being like oh man i wish i could get out of this cage and it's frustrating (laughs) but what that was so great (laughs) oh good yeah it's kind of like here's the key well here's the key oh no 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 but um (laughs) I don't want the key, but but you know the that that workshop that was it in in Michigan. You know that um, that one woman in the end. You know Terry, she was mm-hmm. such a beautiful. Well, still is. You know I still stay stay in touch with her, and you know mm-hmm. I'll just you know quickly share her story. Wanted she uh, wants to wanted to uh, take photos of kids of families where they had a kid with autism because a lot of the kids a lot of those families can't get to studios because of the children's um that that particular child stresses and things like that and she wanted to go into homes and you know take photos in the home of these families and which is something they would never ever get but she had such such um such strong self-doubt yeah i know that i know the i remember that workshop so well you know and yeah her and and she had the ability that was it wasn't oh, just like she, she had self-doubt but she had already done it she had already like i know done the things like i know and i remember what? saying to her so who's who's ta- you know uh, so you take terrible photos and oh no i don't you know it's like but <laughs> what was just terrific as was was when her her sudden sudden awakening my God, mm-hmm. I can do this. I actually yeah. can do this, and and she and yeah. she did. You know, she sent she messaged me. You know, a week later, saying I filed my business name and she's got yeah. a logo, and and she and she actually goes and does it. Right now, it's a yeah. little bit hard because you can't you know let her visit anybody, yeah, exactly. but but she did it, and and I've got such a soft soft spot for that woman. You know, for having the courage in that workshop to be so vulnerable you know and and she yeah. came out the other side with a whole new life do you, you know and it's yep. and you um you know sending she's i don't have the lighting and you standing up we'll send it to you you know she's like oh my god <laughs> yeah we we yeah. shipped that because i knew like if people that was one of those excuses like well here i got lighting over here <laughs> I'll, I i'll send it to you so that was just that was beautiful so in that moment she had is she had two people who just backed her, just went, "You can do it, you can do it," and then suddenly she stood up and said, "I can, I can." Yeah, and that's, yeah. Um, and then she's like, "Yeah, I could totally do this." Oh, I get that in all my workshops. I always have just oh you know this big someone. It, it's often a few, but there'll be one person in particular that just has a massive breakthrough. And yeah, oh. I would love to. I would love to go to more of yours. So whenever they resume, I would love to you know help out or something that was amazing and like that's like the same thing we do for for captain is it's always like there's always like this one kid that just comes out of it just on fire to change the world and be a hero and that's why like sitting in because i forget sometimes like i'm used to working with like littles so watching like a a grown-up to me you know it's like whoa 
like seeing a grown-up shift like that was was powerful stuff (laughs) oh thank you well we'll have to do some joint some joint projects i reckon in the pipeline deal yeah let's do it (laughs) all right let's do it right we're locked in now because everybody's i am in (laughs) (laughs) all right we have projects set for 2021 (laughs) (laughs) oh look a silver rabbit shiny rabbit (laughs) (laughs) what's that self-care thing (laughs) (laughs) no no but i no. anything you do like that is just so it fills your cup so much so you're on oh my gosh yeah so uh, all right beautiful deal okay good whether it's a game a book a workshop we're doing it all all of it yeah i do like the live (laughs) stuff so you know we might have to (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and and plus we've got the muscle competition going so oh yeah yeah i I haven't quit yet i know (laughs) someday someday i'll be there i'm I'm getting older i remember i remember when i looked at i remember i looked at the um the picture i was like wait what the heck and i like zoomed in i'm just like looking at these guns i'm like man she's like showing up captain and like he has foam like foam muscles on top of my existing muscles <laughs> oh, oh well, maybe there's a there's a career for me as a weightlifter uh, after all this <laughs> hey you you know what you're at the beginning of your journey just keep it going yeah, i know i think i'll give it a miss my ball back just not that dive good. in <laughs> I like sitting at my desk. Yeah. (laughs) This is one of those moments where it's like, get on the bench. Yeah, 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 gets it. (laughs) Oh, dear. I do. That'll be your weightlifting segment. You know, I've never done weightlifting. I don't know what what happened. I was just blessed with, uh, you know, (laughs) lovely guns. But anyway, enough about my guns. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the superhero guns. So, and you you were working on a movie too. What did you, has that come out or is that... uh, you know, we you know? filmed the trailer, and um, we had we had started the process. So we filmed the trailer, and then we had set the process in motion. So we didn't start filming the movie. We started the script, and you know you build out the script, and you you find actors, and you try to you know acquire as much you know funding yep. as as possible um, to try to build out this script and attach actors to it. And we we had a different pipeline to go down because we're a nonprofit. So it works differently because a lot of movies, well, you know, they'll sell yeah. like a percentage or they'll give equity or what, what have you. And so we had to like find a whole new route to take. And, you know, I'm fine with <laughs> carving the path, but it was, we just started on the process and, and that kind of got, um, we worked through the script. Uh, I'd actually worked on the script with Matthew. Um, he was, we were recently, um, prior to all of this. Um, we had started um, working on that, and we started building out the script and actually getting some um, actor and actress friends of mine from L.A. and kind of inquiring, what, do you want to do this role? Um, you know, what's your day rate, and et cetera. And we were trying to attach some names to it so that we could, you know, grow it. And we got some really great actors who were already interested who were a part of the, the movie trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we took a, a full day and filmed with, we had, like, our our awesome special effects, visual effects supervisor on, on board, which was uh, Jesse Doyle, just fan freaking tastic. Um, and we had our, our, you know, my wife was doing makeup and, and doing hair and she actually helped build the rejector costume, which was one of the main villains. And that was rejector was my friend, uh, AC Anton. And he's like this massive man who's a teddy bear, but you know, he's like six foot one, 400 pounds 440 pounds and he's just this 
big dude and he was just a great per perfectionist of a performer like we we told him when he showed up on set today we're like oh we gotta we forgot to get the um the jacket dirty that the character wears because it didn't look like it was worn we wanted to make sure it fit him we had a special order this suit to fit him yeah. and so he, without batting an eye he go we were there's like a little road hill that we were on and he goes up to the top of it and then starts rolling down <laughs> it on his side and does it repeatedly and he's like, I thought, like, oh, we're going to get it dirty. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so, and we bonded, like, you know, he's just such a good dude. And we had, um, you know, we had our actors, um, Zach and Chantel and and Tyler, um, who, like, they were also part of our school assemblies. And so they were the actors there um, as well. And my son Ethan was in it. Um, well, he was in the, the TV show stuff, but he helped. He was on board. And like the whole family pitched in and we got this really awesome trailer and filmed in our, our area. And we filmed at a, uh, my friend Mike was the main villain, uh, frown and he just did a phenomenal job, breakout job. And so we got everything put together and, you know, finished the trailer. We got our sponsors from, uh, Microtronics and, uh, auto tech and tires and, and Olga Jones and they supported it and we built it. And we had started it and we got the trailer ready and it was and then we started on the next parts of the process and then everything happened uh with with the with covid 19 yeah. and that kind of um put us on hold and hopefully not forever but you know it's hard to have a crew and a like a cast and mm -hmm. um oh and sorry david johnson our videographer oh my gosh david johnson he was our he was the man getting the the shots my gosh um almost i'm sorry i almost forgot david johnson um i want to make sure i name everybody because everyone <laughs> did a, a phenomenal <laughs> job um but, but yeah so it's it's still in the pipeline and hopefully hopefully it's still in the pipeline. yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's on pause right now and so hopefully yeah. we can you know get the money to keep building it out and you know make it as epic as possible because i learned very quickly that um special effects are very expensive mm. um they're super expensive yeah. you know we we made a minute and a half long trailer and you know with talent and everything like they a lot of them worked harder than expected and uh, my my wife and i and we put in a ton of work candace just worked her butt off and it ended up costing i think almost i want to say five thousand dollars for the minute and a half long trailer mm. Yeah. And because of all the layers of special effects and all the things and, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, but all of our, all of our team that showed up, like Zach, one of the actors, like he showed up with this bully energy and Tyler showed <laughs> up with this scared boy energy. like everyone showed up and did phenomenal. Can't say enough about them. Wow. Well, we can look forward to it in the future. I'm sure it'll happen. It's it's, and this is a good lesson for people. You know, is that sometimes uh, things get thrown right, thrown a thrown a curveball. <laughs> you know, that you're not expecting, yeah, and yeah. and it doesn't mean it failed. You know, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I failed, I, I failed," but you didn't fail. You know, it's it's actually about okay. So what can we do at the moment? You know, this is what this yeah. is what we've been dealt with. Um, this is what we've got in front of us, and you know, we'll we'll park it or we'll we'll adjust it or we'll you know review it what whatever but it's um 
you know, these are the things that happen, particularly when you're doing projects. I mean, you know, you know that, I know that. You can have a plan mm. and your plan doesn't... <laughs> well, actually, your plan very rarely <laughs> unfolds as you think. <laughs> That's why I love there's like this really cool meme that there is. I was like, when you have a plan, what do you think it's going to be like? And it shows a straight line <laughs> yes. and then it shows what actually happens. And it's like this, like dungeons and there's like alligators and this like long, <laughs> Big gigantic mess. <laughs> I always, yeah. I always teach. You know what? You've got to have an idea, and and in the right at the end, you've got to have a vision, and the vision will shift. It will move. But as yeah. for an action plan, good buddy luck with that. You know, like it's <laughs> step by step as you go, yeah. and just keep yeah. heading in that in that direction and see what happens. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and you're going through the dark when a lot of yeah. that happens, especially if you have a, a new vision, and there are a lot of resources for people. Yeah to like kind of piggyback and learn from others mistakes but a lot of times you're just walking into the dark and hoping you don't step on too many snakes <laughs> like you're, you're praying you're like i heard a rattle hopefully it's a baby <laughs> knowing that i'm in the dark is still a scary baby so but isn't it great you know isn't it great though when you go in go into the dark like that and you think i don't know what i'm doing but then you have all these wins do you know and and you, mm-hmm. you just um I can't even explain the, the euphoria you feel when you're like, oh, my God, wow, wow, I didn't even know I could <laughs> do that. You know, and, yeah. And that drives you to the next one and that drives you to the next one and it, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's amazing. I but. think people get worried whenever there's too far of a distance and that's, and that's a real thing for all projects. But yep. like between wins, if your wins start getting further apart, yeah. Um, sometimes you just have to turn up the speed a little bit, but a lot of times, you know, it's it is worrisome. It's I I feel worrisome because you know we lost one of our biggest fundraisers, but I knew my responsibility was the kids at home. Yeah. So my my focus was like, okay, as long as we keep serving the community at large that we serve, then and then you know things will take care of itself and I'll be all right one way or another I have to just keep keep going yeah and yeah. and I think that's where like uh, so, like you were just saying earlier the support system is you have to have people in your corner that are actually in your corner mm. through it all and will continue to like you know see your vision because especially in the early stages people are going to are going to you know throw rocks at it yep. people are going to throw and pick it apart like I I went to Chicago and did Captain in the early early days of Captain, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna you know tour, and they're like, No, you're not. And I called <laughs> Rotary One in Chicago, the first Rotary Club ever, and I was like, I'm gonna be in Chicago in the month of October. Um, do you have any days open to speak? And they're like, Well, we don't have one that month, but the next month. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll be staying that month. I had no plans to go to Chicago. By yeah. the way. I was just like, <laughs> I just made it happen. And then I was like, Yeah, I'll be in the area for sure. And so I just booked a flight. Um, and then I called a few other places and got a bunch of no's, but eventually got some yeses. Mm. And then made a tour out of it. Yep. And then, and then we ended up like they did a, a really good thing there. And then the same thing, I went to boston and did something similar but in the in the comments of one of the they did an article in the boston globe and someone like people in the comments were like making some of the darkest comments mm. i that people saying they're going to slit my throat what? people saying that oh. if i yeah, i'm like it's like talking about this person helps kids and they're like come to my neighborhood i'll cut your throat i was like what <laughs> um 
<laughs> so oh, like people, no matter what you're doing, no matter how wholesome it is, yep. people are gonna throw rocks at your dream. Yeah. And just making sure you have people that like believe in it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and the people that don't, you know, that they have their own path. But you know, sometimes like there's like a really good quote. I'm gonna butcher it as well. Um, it's like have people that see the greatness in you, even though you don't always see it in yourself. Mm. Yeah. And that's like super important. It is super important, and I fall into that category often. I often, I often forget, you know, the, the the changes I'm making, and and I do have good people, you know, like such as yourself, who who give me a kick in the butt and remind me. And I, well, thank you. And I was about to say, put us put us on speed dial. Whatever, <laughs> oh, you I, are. It's not even a thing anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, why'd you ruin that? I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It's like call Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can make... I'll, shine, I'll shine the, the light in the sky and then <laughs> yeah that's right you can make your okay. captain appear <laughs> I'm going to make a little film of you landing at my front door and yeah, <laughs> put you on speed dial. what we'll do is we'll actually just like install like a big button in our house where it's like has like a, a K on it it's like get the get to the Karen phone <laughs> <laughs> like we need Karen now <laughs> oh that's fantastic oh god uh, see now I'm just dreaming. Now, now I've gone off and forgotten what I was talking about because I've got this big button oh. in my head. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, no. sorry. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> I'm uh, telling you, five-year-old. I told you. Yeah. Big five. Yeah, me too. I reckon. I tell you what, you keep your inner child well and truly entertained because I do too. The same thing. It's, and it's uh, you know, you have a much better life if you're playing with your little kid. Yeah, you, you really do. Yep. You really yep. do. Yeah. Well, we might um, wrap it up there. I've had, this, I've had an absolutely wonderful uh, chat with you. And, you know, it's. Uh, I wish we didn't live on separate continents, but we do. And that's the way yeah. it is. But uh, thank God for technology. But Yeah, I've absolutely I've loved this. I always love talking with you. And, and definitely I'd love to keep keep having calls like this. I know you're super busy as, as we are all trying to change yeah, but <laughs> the world and not burn out. We need to schedule um, more. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I thank you so much for taking the time. I, I absolutely appreciate it. And, and I'm sure we'll make our way out to uh, Australia. Hopefully, hopefully soon, you know, I'm well, you know, you relatively soon and <laughs> as soon as things are safe. And all this is good. We we will be out there ASAP. Yeah, well, fantastic. Well, you're always welcome, and you would be welcomed very much in Australia. So let's. Um, I'm going to write that on my uh, wall of promises, <laughs> Nicholas. Okay, yeah. and, and you're coming out here as well. Oh, so I am, and I should have been have... there a month ago. But anyway, <laughs> uh, never mind. When it's safe well, to we travel, we will have we'll have your place ready, and <laughs> yeah. you guys will have a place to stay for sure. Yeah, that's fantastic. So tell us where we can find you. Um, so uh, we have all of the um, social medias. Uh, we have, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Everything is at Call to Inspire, C-A-L-L-T-O, Inspire. And our website is currently under construction. So that will you know, hopefully be live within the next week, week and a half. Um, so that's www.calltoinspire.com. So stay tuned. And our YouTube channel, um, you can just type in Captain Encouragement and you'll see all of our videos we've been posting. And our Captain Encouragement video game will hopefully be available within the next two weeks in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store and then on our website, uh, which like is still in, under construction. But once it's ready, <laughs> you will have access. 
That's fantastic. Oh, well, guys, go and really go and have a look at all this stuff. It's just such a such a really nice thing that Nicholas and his team are doing for kids because it's um such an important thing and bullying and suicide and all of that kind of stuff is just uh, it, it shouldn't be happening. But anyway, Nicholas, you're doing an amazing job and let's hope you can ch- keep changing the lives of kids and you know we've got you've got me in your corner and you know i'm sure millions of others all right sounds good keep changing the world and keep practice well, we're going to work on something where we practice more and sh- and share less about self-care exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> we'll practice more share less i, I love you so much karen <laughs> love you too nicholas thank you so much i'll catch up with you very soon all right see you later <laughs> Now, guys, seriously, what an amazing job Nicholas is doing for the kids. And and it's really such an important thing that the kids are often overlooked. And, you know, even we're talking about at the moment with coronavirus, you know, we're all worried about our jobs and how we're going to pay rent and all that stuff we're doing. But we're forgetting about the kids being so resilient. You know, there's been massive changes to them, too. So um, often we do overlook the kids and uh, Nicholas is doing some amazing work to make sure that they're included. I like what he was saying about looking out for all the outliers and all the kids that are falling through the gaps. And, you know, if only we had more superheroes like Captain Encouragement and, you know, we could, the world would be a better place. I think starting with the kids, you know, turning them into functional adults that believe in themselves is, is something that's, you know, sadly lacking. But the work that Nicholas and his team are doing is incredible. So make sure you go and check them out again the website is calltoinspire.com and you can catch them on facebook instagram at and twitter at at call to inspire and also on the youtube channel which is captain encouragement i really urge you to go and check them out because talk about getting off the bench and real and staying off the bench actually really getting into it anyway i hope you enjoyed that and uh, i'll catch up with you next week and thank you for joining me and thank you for uh, supporting all the amazing people that have come through and told their story so all right catch up with you next week ciao hey thanks for joining me it really does mean the world to me now if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au that's info at getoffthebench.com.au otherwise head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message okay catch you next week